This is Nerd Podcast Radio, brought to you by our patrons at patreon.com slash nerdpodcastradio. We use the support of our patrons to bring you the best show we can. We also reward our patrons with bonus audio each week. If you would like to contact us, the best way to do that is our Nerd Podcast Radio Facebook page, where we share nerdy stuff and talk to our listeners. You can also reach us at brian.nerdpodcastradio at gmail.com, mike.nerdpodcastradio at gmail.com, erica.nerdpodcastradio at, you guessed it, gmail.com. It's not at, you guessed it, it's erica.nerdpodcastradio at gmail.com and anthony. it's a joke anthony doesn't have an email address you can also reach us on twitter at SuperVeganBrian, at NerdcasterMike, at CurseySmurfErica, and of course, at NerdcastRadio. Thanks for listening, everyone. Enjoy the show. Welcome to Nerd Podcast Radio, your nerd home away from home. Everybody, welcome to Nerd Podcast Radio. I'm your host, Special Mikey. Home with you is Hindu Anthony. What's up, Buttercup? Super Vegan Brian. Hello, nurse. And of course, the Cursey Smurf Erica. Hola. Como uh, estas? Muy bien, y tú? Uh, bien. <laughs> Yo estupendo. See. <laughs> si. <laughs> so you see, Brian said no rambling today. So, but how are you guys doing today? You good? You, you great? Shut the fuck yes, up, Michael. <laughs> No, but no, I'm glad everybody's here today because, you know, their podcast radio. And today we're going to talk about scary stories. You know, the ones we tell in the light because the dark is too damn scary. But first, what do we have to do, Brian? But first, we have to play everyone's favorite game, What's Nerdy With You, where the four of us will share the nerdiest thing we did this week. And then at the end, we will all vote using the complicated voting system invented by time waster Mike Myler. Thanks, Mike. So, Erica, yeah. what's nerdy with you? Um... I didn't have anything huge this week, just a bunch of little things. So I'm just going to group them all together. Um, it's allowed. Wait, wait. Here is Erica's yeah. nerdy compendium. Exactly. There we go. So um, the first thing is that I realized that Rowan um, is the perfect age to be Toby from the Labyrinth for Halloween. So I ordered her a... Uh, red and white striped sleeper <laughs> and dressed her up and then watched the labyrinth with her. And it was oh, so much fun. <laughs> speaking of labyrinth, I finally saw it for the first time last weekend. Oh, did you? Finally. Perfect. By the way, I, I've always wanted to get my kid the red and white str- jumper. I love yep. those things. I finally know who Toby is. Oh, well, that's the end of this week's game. Where do people get their widgets? <laughs> <laughs> And she was super cute. I know I sent the picture. I, I think I posted it to the group, didn't I? Yeah, it was yeah. really cute. Super cute. Um, and then oh. I introduced, I got an uh, SNES a couple weeks ago when they came out. And I introduced Amelia to Street Fighter. Nice. And she and I sat there and played Street Fighter for like two hours one awesome. night. I want to get the SNES so bad. A uh, guy at work already has his freaking hacked. He's got... All the NES games and the SNES games on it. I thought about doing that. I'll probably get around to it. Or if I'm honest, I'll probably get around to asking Matt to do it for me because I just don't have time. Yeah. (laughs) Erica needs to stop talking because she's already sharing too much nerdy stuff. She's winning. Yes. That's what I was saying. That's what I was saying. This is against the rules. It is not against the rules. It's your nerdy thing. You're picking things. And I, I said she I could have a compendium. Nerdy this week. things that I did with my daughters. How about that? 
I have two of them. Therefore, I have two nerdy things. Audience members, you tell us on Facebook, is Erica breaking the rules? Oh, hello, random oh. audience member. How are you today? <laughs> I'm doing good. Do you think it's okay for her to share two things because she has two daughters? Fuck yeah, Anthony can shut the hell up. They can share it on, yeah, that's share right. on Facebook. They can share their response on Facebook. Shut the fuck up, Michael. Huh. Well, I'm going <laughs> to Facebook and I'm going to say shit. <laughs> Thank you, random audience member. So that's what I did. Those are the nerdy things I did with my girls this week. That's I love awesome. Michael's sophisticated voice changing technology. I His know. hand. <laughs> <laughs> it's called covering was, my hand on the mic and cool, changing Erica. it, breathing through my yeah. nose. Yeah. It, it, oh, oh, no, no. It's not. It's not Michael. We brought Bane to the podcast. <laughs> girls, I think uh, her, her nerdy things were very well. <laughs> when the baby sleeps, then you have my permission to rest. <laughs> Uh, so Brian, what's nerdy with you? What's nerdy with me is I made a little donation to the Supernatural Road So Far Patreon, and I got two cute little um, custom Supernatural greeting cards. One of them has "Don't forget" with a picture of pie. Aww. And Aww. the other one has a little picture of Bigfoot. And on the outside of the card, it says, "There's a Bigfoot out there, damn it!" And on the inside, it says, "And he's a son of a bitch." <laughs> <laughs> I like I, I am donating because I want them to be able to do a podcast for the Supernatural spinoff when it starts. That's right. That got approved. Yep. What? Uh, what got approved? I missed the something? Supernatural, the Supernatural spinoff got approved. What are they spinning off? Wayward Daughters. Wow, really? Yeah, oh they're God, doing... That's going to be amazing. Um, yeah. Um, Jody Mills with her daughters and a new character who's the da- the granddaughter of the character Missouri from season one of Supernatural. And Missouri is going to come back. No way, the, really? For the backdoor ah. pilot. Ah, sweet. It's going to be the shit, man. I'll watch that. I'm gonna I don't know what episode of, of I don't know what episode of Supernatural this season is the backdoor pilot. I think it's one of them. Yeah, it's <laughs> happening. Um, because I know they they're talking about having her and her daughters on there, and then they were gonna try and make that and like I get that for the spinoff to be of the backdoor. But yeah, I never knew the spinoff it got already got approved. Yes, so yeah, I'm gonna. Oh, sweet. I'm I just so want to comment on how on how hopeful uh, or how useful Brian is. I don't know what episode it's gonna be. It's gonna be one of them. That's that's useful, Brian. Yeah, it's going to be one of them. Nice. Well, I I know that episode 13 is going to be the Scooby-Doo episode. Which I am, like, all about. That sounds exciting. I am all about this. Yeah, that, uh, you know, Erica got a pending, so I got a pending. I watched the season premiere of Supernatural with Heather on the phone. Because we're in a long-distance relationship, and that's That's how we chose together. That's really sweet. I like that. Yeah. Anthony, what's nerdy with you? Well, since Erica did a compendium, I'm going to do a compendium. Do you oh, have two kids or just one? Uh, if you count the kids in my classroom, I have over no, 20. No, I have over no, 20 children. No, no, you don't get to count your job. No, uh, I get to count them. I yeah, see those kids more often than their parents see their kids. Um, Anthony, you can use all 20 kids. You can share 20 <laughs> nerdy things right now. But you have, yeah, to, uh, you have to do it in 30 seconds. Okay, and you have well, to do it individually. Each nerdy thing you did with each child, not as a yep. group. I don't, I don't, I'm not talking about nerdy things per kid. I'm just talking about nerdy things I did. Okay. So first I got a new video game called Divinity Original Sin 2. Uh, I just like to say people, you should try it. It's a really fun game and it's very nerdy. You even, there's even a game master version of the game where you can basically use the game to play D&D. Yeah, I played the first one. I really liked it. Pretty cool. Uh, I'm playing as an undead. Cool. Play as undead. Uh, what else did I do? Oh, 
Um, play some chess with some kids again. So there's that. That's pretty awesome. I can always use that every week as a trump card. This is the nerdy thing I did. I think it wears off after a while. It probably does, but I'll, I'll keep using it. And then Brian said there's another thing I should use that me and Leslie talked about this morning. We brought up the um, topic of Doug from the cartoon Doug. I love that show. Uh-huh. Oh, no, not Doug. Oh, man, I'm an idiot. Arnold. Hey, Arnold. Oh, I love him. No, they're completely yeah. different. No, completely different. So she was, so yes, yeah, it was a weird thing, but basically she was like, no, I would have called you football head. And that got me thinking about his football head. I'm like, that's a really weird like birth defect that he has and i was like birth defect i was like oh my god delivering that baby would be impossibly painful he was or a impossible baby. yeah i was gonna say c-section that, baby that and, was a that was a c-section baby right there and doesn't then I, he live with his grandpa anyway he lives yes. with his grandpa and grandma but in a boarding house with a bunch of by a woman. like he's not a test tube baby yeah, so like maybe yeah, there's like some sort of sad backstory where like yeah, his, his mother died dis- giving no, birth. Hey, hey no, his mom folks, and dad disappeared folks, into folks, the shut South up, American. Shut up, junk- everybody! Shut up! You're all talking over each other. <laughs> all right, I will give the explanation because I remember this and I'm excited for the movie that's coming out. Arnold lives with his grandmother and grandfather because his mom and dad were originally explorers and I think missionaries it was, and they were asked to go to South America to help deliver medicine to a village by one of their old friends, and they never came back. So Arnold was only supposed to stay with his grandparents for a few weeks, but his parents never came back, so his grandparents ended up raising him. Now, the movie that's coming out, Hey Arnold Jungle Movie, is them winning a tri- him and his class taking a trip to South America, and he's using that trip as a secret way to go look for his parents and find out what happened to him. Wow, Hey Arnold is a lot deeper than I thought it was. The yeah, movie was supposed fuck. to come out. The movie was supposed to come out like six years, six seven years ago. But uh, the guy who created it told Nickelodeon he wanted to work on another show and have that be like, uh, and have somebody else handle the handle it. And they told him, no, if you try go to try and do another show with somebody else, we're not going to finish the show. So he never got his movie like he was supposed to. Now it all got hammered out, and then he's going to get to his movie. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. Yep. The ending episode when they talk about what happened to his parents is fucking sad. Like I, it you, it will bring tears to your eyes. Mm. I got another one. I got another one. Go for I was, it, Anthony. I was, I was making a new 40k army list. Um, this one is using new abilities of the Death Guard get. So the idea will be to use chaos cultists to surround a group of poxwalkers, which are zombies, and then using certain. T- abilities um basically my opponent can only kill the cultist and every time a cultist dies he becomes a pox walker so it's basically this idea of moving up this giant horde that never dies jesus christ uh, all right i'm immediately we're... regretting saying i had two things because i have two kids at this point i'm not because regretting it at all this has actually been going. a lot. I could be like, yeah, let me tell you about how I saw this thing on YouTube <laughs> about this Raylo theory for the, you know, the last Jedi. And then that immediately sparked me watching the whole movie while I was at work so that I could see the things that they were talking about. Like, I mean, I could keep going, too, but I picked two <laughs> things that were relevant. I only have one thing. Somebody asked me. Uh-huh. Michael. Michael, what's your nerdy thing? I'm done. Uh, well, what's nerdy with me is, uh, okay, so as you all know, I'm a massive Critical Role fan. Like, Brian knows that whenever the episode where Percy died, I was in tears and freaking out and having a, an existential crisis. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I linked you to a Twitter thing about Critical Role, I thought. Yeah, you did. I got it. I looked at it. Well, 
the current campaign came to a close uh, as of last Thursday. And I was anticipating, I knew I wouldn't be able to watch it live. So I'm watching, I'm going to be watching Thursday's episode on Monday because that's when they release it. So in preparation for the last, I want to say week, week and a half, I've been, I've been binge watched the last four episodes before and I'm finishing up the episode because the current, the last one is 115. I'm currently finishing 114. And I binge watched these five hour long episodes because they made them very long, these last ones. And I am an emotional wreck because of this. I've watched, I'm binge watching my, so my favorite thing is, my thing is, I'm binge watching one of my favorite shows, becoming an emotional wreck and pretty much in tears and wondering what I'm going to see on Monday. Wow. Yeah, that's like, I don't know, heavy. You, you nerdied yourself into a depression. Yeah. I will, because I love these characters so much. Uh, the story, they're, they're wonderful. And then, uh, well, because I was watching 113 and just what was happening in that, well, I was like, oh, and I, and somebody told me a spoiler for 114, which is the big, which is actually the big climactic battle in itself. And I'm just like, no. Okay, Michael, I have to confess Sorry, that. Michael. I've got all caught up in keeping track of everything, and I missed which show you were talking about. Critical Role. Critical Role. Critical oh, Role. Oh, okay. No, that's why I spaced out. I, 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 I can't handle four hours at a time of D&D. No, no, no. It's five hours. Yeah. yeah I don't I'm think watching... I can watch somebody else play D&D for five hours. Like, it's watching... different when you're there, but... I'm on 114, and 114 is five hours and 44 minutes. And it's very good. This entire... I'm told that this entire episode is nothing but combat. Now, when they ended, are they just starting a new campaign? Yeah, they're all they're all rolling up new characters from level one. Okay, cool. Oh, cool. I can finally then I can jump in at this moment. Yeah. So next Thursday should be the beginning of their new campaign. Yeah, I'll probably jump in finally and actually watch stuff at this moment now. And if anybody want to watch it, it's twitch.tv slash geek and sundry. It's Thursday, every Thursday at 7 p.m. Pacific. All right. It's time for dispensing of the widgets. So veteran freelance game designer Mike Myler invented a voting method for um, our game. Shit out of this. Yes, um, we have each of us will have five widgets, and we dis- we decide where the widgets go for whatever reason we want. Erica, where would you like to dispense your widgets? You're gonna have to come back to me. I'm bummed out now. Michael bummed me out. <laughs> oh God, I'm sorry. Almost all of them live happily ever after, from How what I understand. How dare you, Michael? How dare you? It's not, it's not so much like the, the critical role thing. It's just like you're like so emotionally invested. Like, I can feel your sadness. And I'm just like, oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Do you want to give all your widgets to Michael to cheer him up? Uh, I'm going to split my widgets. Michael gets four or not. No. Yeah. Mike, no. Sorry, I can't do math. Michael gets three and you get two, Brian. Well, for my widgets, I am going to embrace the terrible. And I am giving all five to myself. Dun, dun, dun. You're a terrible person, Brian. Love it. Well, I love these freaking cards. They're all on my desk. And I think they're the nerdiest freaking thing ever. And they're awesome. I think they're great. Yeah, I, I will take pictures. Um, Anthony, where do you dispense your widgets? Um, Because I upset Erica, I'll give her three. <laughs> Yay. And Michael, I feel I feel sorry for you. I'll give you two. Thank you. Brian gets none because I mean his thing is nerdy, but man, what a dick move. We gotta we gotta beat Brian now. So for me, um I'm gonna give Erica two, one for each kid. Thank you. And I'm gonna give Anthony three. Because you know what? 
he has like this ability to just get all that nerdy in like that, and I think that's wonderful. And you know what that means? Uh, he got three. Yay! Anthony got three. Erica got five. Michael also got five for a tie, but Brian wins with seven widgets. Yep. Thank Yay, you, Brian. <laughs> Yay, Brian. And by proxy, Supernatural the Road So Far podcast wins for being awesome. Those yes, I will. I will agree. Well, with they you. are awesome. Yes, they are. And eventually we will have them on. Um, I, I want to include real quick that to have them on, we have to schedule a Sunday morning. I thought you said we had to schedule a Saturday morning. No, Sunday morning. Oh, you have to record without me. Yeah, I. It's it's hard to schedule. We might be able to do later. Later in the day would probably work. We'll figure it out. So that's it for our game, Michael. That's it for our game. So you know what that means, everybody. We're going to talk about some of the scariest stories we've ever seen, watched, heard. You know, scary stories that are so scary. We watch them in the light because the dark is too damn scary. Yeah, this episode is different from our horror movies episode. Because we're we're not talking about just horror movies. We're talking about... Oh, scary, scary stories in general, I would say. And because they're also scary. Wait, and what, Brian? And horror movies. Because yes, and horror scary. movies. I mean, I mean, you could say some horror movies are scary, too, but we're good. Yes, good. I in I. Yes. Thank you, Michael. <laughs> <laughs> I saw where he was fishing, so I bit the hook. <laughs> so we're going to go around our little group and first talk about why we like being scared. Erica, why do you like being scared? Um, I don't know. I've always really liked creepy, scary things. It's always been like a family thing. So like even when I was real little, like probably way younger than I should have been. I think I was like four. My mom like let me watch Elvira and stuff. So it's 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 just been like bred into my family. So anytime like something scary pops up, I'm like, ooh, I want to check it out. You know, I watched that Elvira movie when I was little, too. And holy crap, that did give a love for scary stuff. There was some scary stuff in that movie. There there was there was also a lot of adult jokes I didn't get until I watched later, which I guess is the point. And it's it's even better when you watch it as an adult. But, you know, I used to watch the the TV show where she would host the B movies at night and stuff like that. My mom, my mom was just like, oh, it's scary stuff. Let's do it. So it's always been like ingrained. I mean, we used to no joke. My mom would take us out of school. My brother and I um, like and be like, we're going to go ghost hunting tonight. And we would pack up like a bunch of stuff and we would go out some place that was supposed to be haunted and stay out like most of the night and not get to not have to go to school the next day so that we could go ghost hunting in like real life. So (laughs) scary stuff is just it's just part of like my culture, my family culture, I think. And I love it. So what about you, Bri? Well, I had a irresponsible babysitter who Yay, would let me watch babysitters. <laughs> yes. Who let me watch things like Evil Dead when I was way too young to watch Evil Dead. <laughs> I think I was four. Oh, that's happened uh, to a lot is, of us. This is the original Evil Dead. This is the, the very one that first one. Like, yeah, with like claymation rotting corpses and stuff. Isn't the isn't the the, the very original one? Isn't that where his sister dies? Yeah. Okay. Because so yeah, I was sitting that, there, because well, I watched Ash vs. Evil Dead, and, and they talk about a sister being dead. I was like, did she die in one or two? Well, in one, they go out with a big group. In two, yeah. it's just him and his fiance. Yeah, that, that's what I like. Because it's been forever since I've seen the first two original ones. And so watching the show and stuff, it just it brings up a lot of continuity questions for me. Because two is a sequel, but it's also a reboot. So it's like there's a certain period where they're 
where the sequel starts. It's the sequel starts right after Ash gets possessed. Yeah. But everything before Ash getting possessed is a reboot. I still haven't seen the show. Oh, uh, the movie. show is good. Oh, the show is good. I'm sad that the freaking show got pushed back to February. I loved watching it in October. But my feelings as far as getting scared, even as a little kid, even though it made me miserable, I kept going back because I loved that feeling. And I was I was terrified about going to the bathroom for like forever because of Poltergeist 2. But yeah, um, Jaws, afraid to go in the pool, still watch the movie more than once. I don't know. It was so weird that it was such a negative feeling, but I went back for it every single time. And now I like to do in my adult life, I like to do things like hang off rocks or hike where if I misstep, I fall a thousand feet. You adrenaline junkie. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say. You are, yeah, you are so an adrenaline junkie. Anything that's to get why a I like picture. you. Anything to get a good picture. <laughs> that doesn't surprise me. Um, Anthony, why do you like being scared? Or do you even like being scared? I don't know. So, so I do like scary movies and I like the idea of being scared. Um, and there's actually a science behind it, which I think does apply to me. And I think it applies pretty much to everybody. So the whole thing is that scary movies, obviously being scared creates like a rush of adrenaline, which is a pretty good feeling. And then not to mention the idea of being able to face your fears and conquer them is also a feeling like it's a rewarding feeling. It makes you feel good because you're like, yes, I was able to overcome this thing that used to be a barrier blocking me from progressing as a human. So scary movies and scary stories are good ways to challenge both of those those concepts in a safe way. You can get your adrenaline rush without actually being in harm. You can challenge your fears and overcome them without actually having to engage with your actual physical fear. So it's a way to do these things and not get hurt. So I think that's a big thing of why people like scary movies and why we all like scary stories. And that's more or less why I like to do it. It's a really fun way to get a good quick adrenaline rush and to and to really peer into that monstrous beast of the evil things in our brains that scare us without having to actually like really, you know, go out and find a monster and touch it with my hands. Yeah, most of the monsters you would touch with your hands would touch you back. Yep. Yep. There's my very sciencey explanation. So, Michael, why do you like to be scared? I know you like to be scared in the bed. <laughs> oh god. I, I don't even get that. I just I, moving on. <laughs> <laughs> well, um I do like getting scared to an extent. Uh like I watch I don't watch a ton of scary movies anymore. So like I don't make myself scared that much, but I kind of enjoy it. The spook the spooky stuff is I do find intriguing and fun. But like any a lot of scary movies, like as a kid, I watched them way too early. So like I really freaked myself out. So when I was I want to say eight is when I actually started watching, like actually watching scary movies. I think the very first one I saw was Leprechaun. Oh, my God. I watched that when I was a kid. That was definitely not the first movie I ever watched as a kid. But we used to uh, go to uh, Blockbuster. Not that those exist anymore. In the parents would get to pick out a movie and the kids would get to pick out a movie and Andy and I always picked scary movies because Rachel wouldn't watch them with us and that was <laughs> that was one of them Blockbuster it's, it's still exists movie. does it? It exists in places where they don't have high speed internet. Oh well that's good for them hanging on. Yeah, oh, yeah. in Alaska DVDs are really important. Oh wow okay. yeah that's very true but well I mean I don't think Leprechaun was the first scary movie I ever saw but I, it's like the first one I, I like remembered because that one's really scared the hell out of me Spe uh, made me terrified of pogo sticks it well, made me relate to old people I've never seen it <laughs> why am I not shocked <laughs> you you have to explain why it made you afraid of pogo sticks because I don't remember that 
He crushes a dude to death by pogo sticking on his chest. Yep. While singing. That's awesome. And do you oh. know what? When I saw that when I was a kid, maybe maybe this just like reveals how fucked up like some of the stuff I knew as a kid was. When I saw him do that, it immediately reminded me of when they crushed that guy to death in Salem, Massachusetts with the stones. Oh, God. Yeah, I was a kid and I was like, oh, it's like that thing. Yes. <laughs> yes, it is like that thing. Dear God. Yeah, uh, my, okay, my, my, my scary story experience. I'm on a podcast with a terrifying person. <laughs> that you had that thought when you were a child. Well, okay, but okay. Start so searching her property not, for the bodies. That's not fair because my mom took me to Salem, Massachusetts when I was a kid. This and is why was you don't like, be a witch. All right, you know what? Back up, buddy. <laughs> Back up. So she took me to Salem, Massachusetts, and you know, it was all about like the history and stuff. And and my mom was like, she she didn't censor things I watched I, at all. Like I watched like The Crow when I was like, what, 10 when it came out. And my dad's like, no, you can't watch that. And then you hear my mom from the kitchen go, shut up, Milton. She can watch whatever she wants. Like <laughs> your mom is aware a person actually died in the filming of that movie, right? You actually watch a guy die in that movie. Nope, she was not. Mm -mm. She just thought it looked cool. And because it looked cool, I was allowed to watch it. Wait, which also, movie? I haven't seen it. Crow. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Okay. I didn't hear you say the crow. Yeah. Brandon, Brandon Lee, Lee straight mm -hmm. up died filming that movie. Yeah. But but it's not my fault because these were normal things in in my family. So that's all I'm going to say. There are no bodies buried anywhere. Oh, that's Go good. Yeah, I love that. I don't that's I good. don't think you actually see the death on film. I don't think that take was used. No, it wasn't. No, they 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 canned that take. Oh, okay. But no, he yeah, he died because um, they somebody didn't clean out a stunt gun. He got hit with blank debris, and it yep. cut an. If I'm right, it cut an artery. Haven't seen That's it. Exactly right. Yeah. Dude, yeah, I'm surprised you haven't seen that movie. You would. It was, that it's a really good movie. Yeah, love that movie. So, but, so Anthony hasn't seen The Crow or Leprechaun. Yeah, we'll we'll, we'll keep a list of these. Yes, we we need to. Anytime he says, well, "I haven't seen that," write it down. So. <laughs> But Erica, so we're talking, uh, I, I dipped into a little bit about, you know, scary movies we've had and some of the experiences we've had now. Um, but I got to ask you, what's like one of your favorite scary movie experiences? My favorite scary movie experience, and I'm probably stealing this from Brian. Um, it's okay. I have another one I can back it up you? with. Okay, yeah, but okay. this is a good one. And I'll, I'll, I'll tell my perspective on the story, too. So. Okay. Go ahead. So Brian and I, um, my dad lived down in San Diego and Brian and I were hanging out and we decided we were going to the movies and we're like, oh, let's go see the ring, you know, and we had, you know, we saw the commercials for it or whatever and we're like, oh, it looks good. And I, up until this point, I have never been scared by a movie since like I became an adult, like ever, like any movie. I mean, of course, there are movies that scare you when you're a kid, but um, never. So I was like, oh, I can't, you know, it's going to be whatever. I've never seen a movie like that. It was such a psychological mind fuck. And now we're used to it. Like a lot of people are like, oh, the Blair Witch wasn't scary. Well, back then it was a completely different thing. Like nobody had filmed a movie like that. Um, and The Ring was the same way. Like that type of story filmed and presented in that way had never happened before. <laughs> Brian and I left the movie. First off, when we left, we were quiet. Like we didn't even 
talk to each other about it. We weren't like, that was a great movie. It was just like silent. And then we get in the car and we're driving back to my dad's house and it's nighttime. And we realize we're both freaked out. Like, I keep looking in the rear view fucking mirror, expecting to see Samara coming out from the fucking backseat. And Brian's just as scared as I am. And then we get back to my dad's house and we're like, all right, well, well, good night. And we're like, oh, we're both we're both too scared. We're both going to sit here on the couch and, and go to <laughs> well, sleep. Well, let me let me add something. It was a conversation before we got out of the car of how we were going to get out of the car and go to the apartment. Oh, that's right. And we huddled together and kind of like shuffle ran to the apartment from the car because we didn't want to be caught outside. Yeah, yep. yeah. We were both super scared. Like we wow. were both like, yes. all right. We're gonna get to bed. And <laughs> oh. You had forgotten your radio faceplate in the car, and oh, yeah. we had like a huge argument over who's gonna go out to get it. And then we <laughs> we both like decided we were both go get it at the same time, and we shuffle ran back to the car, grabbed the thing, and then ran back into the apartment. <laughs> oh my god! It didn't help that that apartment was haunted as fuck. Oh yeah, the apartment was really fucking haunted. Like you would, you would. Oh fuck like, you guys! Apparently. Yeah, like you would walk. Like okay, so the way it was laid out is like the kitchen was next to the living room, and then the hallway went back to the back two bedrooms, and the bathroom was down that hallway. So you would leave the living room and pass the kitchen to go to the bathroom, go to the bathroom, and walk back to the living room, and you're the only fucking person in the apartment, and every cabinet in that kitchen's open. Every fucking cabinet and drawer was open. Yep. Apparently my house is haunted, or at least my grandparents think it's haunted. I don't because I don't believe in ghosts, so. I want something to happen, and you'd be like, yep, ghosts are real. Uh, that happened to my sister. My sister didn't believe in ghosts, and then she saw one with me, and she won't talk about the experience now. <laughs> Poor thing. I've, I've had experiences. I've had shit happen. I chalked that up to hallucination. I chalked that up to you need to shut the hell up. Yeah, shut up. I, I, I support I support Anthony's opinion. It's okay to not believe in those kind of things. I don't believe in spirits. Look, I, I, I well I do, but I don't at the same time. There's look I I'm think shitting that the majority on of, of ghosts are psychic manifestations, but that's whole my whole thing. Look, I'm shitting on him, but I do respect his, his right to not believe. But I yeah, know what absolutely. I've I, I know what I've seen, I've know what I've felt, I know what I've heard. And I'm sorry, to me there is there is something out there, whether it's the spirits of something that's passed on to the beyond or if it's something else entirely, I'm not 100% sure, but um, that stuff is there. It's either psychic imprint or it's or it's a person. Either way, yeah. It's going to get real religious real quick. No, no, I'm, no, 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 I'm not, not bringing any religion into it, but Jesus does did say, did confirm ghosts. I, d- I don't know anything about ghosts. Jesus are, ghosts are neither religion. flesh nor blood, and I am those things, brothers. All I'm going to say on the subject is, <laughs> is I do respect Anthony's uh, uh, opinion. I ex- yeah. I. I respect the fact that he does not have to believe. Yeah, but fine. coming from mine and Michael's perspective, it's like we do know what we saw, what we heard, what we felt, and what was going on at the time. So to have somebody go, I don't believe in ghosts, it's like you're it's almost like you're saying that we're lying. 
And I think that's why there is a debate among people, like why it goes to like a religious place and why people really feel strongly like about whether you believe in ghosts or don't. Because most people will tell you, yes, they they exist or no, they absolutely do not. And it's always like a battle. So that is not what this podcast is going to be today. We're not going to go no, there. We're not debating this. We're just <laughs> all, say- all I have to say is I had the experience in that apartment where I walked down the hallway, came back to the kitchen and everything was open. And that scared the crap out of me. And I heard all the sounds that came out of that apartment. And there wasn't any explanation to where they were coming from. And I saw motes of light floating down the hallway. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, we have no photos. We have no backup evidence. We just have our accounts. Interpret that as you will. But we saw scary crap. Exactly. We saw some scary shit. (laughs) Brian, what about you? My favorite scary movie experience is my tradition. Every time a paranormal activity movie comes out, I go to the midnight showing. I didn't know you were doing that. The first paranormal activity, I really wanted to see it, and I'd forgotten that it was out. Um, I don't go to the premiere. I just go to a midnight showing, but I forgot that it was out and I heard that there was a midnight showing. So I went by myself. I always go by myself. That's the other part of it. I love going to scary movies by myself. I love going with people too, but I, I, I think I reserve certain things for myself and paranormal activity is one of them. And I have to say that first paranormal activity movie impacted me. It was just so well done. It was nice and low budget and subtle and super scary at the same time. Um, and I, I, I agree. That is actually one of my, my favorite scary movies. I have to say it's not the scariest movies ever. I mean, the yeah, real, no. like, I, I think the movies I rank up with like the most scary are probably the final destination movies because they, they come across as like something that could happen with yeah, like, things that could actually action. happen to you. Yeah. yeah like, that, I do not drive funny. behind trucks with wooden logs. Nope. I saw that in a movie, bro. Not doing it. Have you I seen don't the either. Meme? I mean, there's, did you see the meme where it's like, it's a picture of one of those logging trucks and it's like, nope, not going to get me today. And it's like, <laughs> like really far back. <laughs> Anthony, what is your favorite scary movie experience? Um, mm, mm, mm. you know, what? actually, I think it has to be a recent one. Uh, I would say like when I saw it when I was a kid, cause that was the first horror movie I saw and it, you know, it's still my favorite, but honestly, it's gotta be a recent one when I saw the new it with Leslie. I just like it was this new experience with this new lady I love. So that was a great part of it. So, you know, I got to be with her. That was fun. And it was just like it was like a legit, just amazing movie. It wasn't like the scariest thing in the world. I would definitely put it more as like a like a thriller with a bit of comedy uh, with parts of it that were scary. But that was like probably my favorite because it was just really good. I also it, got the it was scarer. a good movie, but I think it was. It, I think it was scary, but I'm scared of clowns. So, uh, like I said, I think parts of it was scary, but I don't know if I would like. Yeah, I mean, you being scared of clowns definitely makes it way scarier than it probably it was. That's a good point. Clowns are terrifying. They are. But yeah. Granted, I haven't seen a lot of the scary movies. I was I was telling Michael in the chat that like I haven't seen Friday the 13th. I haven't seen Halloween. I haven't seen Nightmare on Elm Street. I haven't seen Oh my Chucky. god, Amelia has seen Nightmare on Elm Street. Wait, wait, what I'm still fuck? going. I'm still going. I haven't seen Chucky. I haven't seen Scream. Um, what are the other ones? Uh, I'm going deaf after said I haven't seen Scream. Yeah, I haven't seen Scream. Yeah. Like what the fuck? 
I, I haven't seen pretty much Dude, most, I saw any screen. of the classics. I saw, Drew Barrymore's boyfriend getting gutted at the opening of that movie is forever burned <laughs> yeah, into like, my head. Just name yeah. one, and I probably haven't seen it. Like, Amelia has seen Halloween. Amelia has seen Nightmare on Elm Street. <laughs> like, I don't, I'm like, oh. I should do that. I should, like, like, just start watching them this whole month because it is October, so this would be the month to watch them all. I yeah. agree. Oh, like, and you know what? Most scary movies, just so everybody knows, if you, okay, so if you buy something uh, through the Google Play Store, um, you can watch it on YouTube anywhere, first off. So if on your Xbox, PlayStation, whatever, you can, you, you, you can watch anything you purchase on YouTube. But also the scary movies are like almost all, almost all of them are half price, like the classics right now, just so you know. Wow. Nice. Sorry, just thought I'd throw that out there. No, thank you. That yeah. So, yeah, that's probably my scary movie thing. Uh, I I really did like that movie, and going with Leslie was really awesome. And I got the scare occasionally because I uh, like I would like as something would pop up, I'm like, I'm like, oh, that's not nice. <laughs> <laughs> Matt just scared it because Matt and I went and saw it together because my husband does not like scary movies. <laughs> So Matt and I went and saw it and like I was like curled up on the on the seat in the movie theater and every time like he would like jump out at the screen or whatever like I would just like sink lower somehow into the chair and Matt just kept staring at me. He didn't he didn't laugh, he didn't say any anything. He just he just looked at me and said I should be videotaping this right now. Well, Leslie's on your side Erica. She was afraid of the movie because she d- also doesn't like clowns. Like she had nightmares that night, so Aww. So she's yeah. on your side. She's on your side. I feel her pain. But Michael, what what is your favorite scary movie moment? For me? Yes, for you. That's why I said Michael. Shut up. I <laughs> know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, but no, no. For me, it's going to be f- uh, from when I was an adult. Um, I was only I was I wasn't in. I think I was. Yeah, no, I wasn't married yet. I I've never really gone to go see a, a scary movie in the theaters. I've always avoided it. I've always waited till it came out on DVD or something, and I would like rent it or I would like watch it on like one of the Hollywood channels. Um, that's what we called the like HBO channels in my house. Yeah, that's the redneck version of of premium channels. Yeah, the only scary movie I, I went to go see in the theater, uh, I went with my father and my uncle when I was I was in my early twenties because I like I said I wasn't married yet. It was the movie The Fourth Kind. And that movie, I remember that movie messing me up and it, but it got me legitimately scared. Cause like up until that point, I'd been rewatching all the classics and a lot of the new ones and stuff. And they had, and I've been like, I would get like a little like, Ooh, and get a little scared or anything. But then I, or I'd, but I'd just be like, Oh yeah, this is really good. So they weren't really scaring me all that much anymore until my dad's like, this movie's coming out. It looks good. Let's go see it. And I go see the fourth kind with my dad and my uncle. First of all, it's my favorite scary experience because it's the only scary movie I've ever seen with my dad. So that was part of it. The other one is that movie legitimately scared the hell out of me. I've never seen the fourth kind. It's a claim to being uh, based on a true story of uh, alien abductions and experimentation uh, up in Alaska. Yeah. And they, they intersperse within the movie actual footage of the things that happened yeah to the characters that oh. they're making yeah, yeah. Like supposed so they, actual audio and stuff yeah so it's like they'll show mila jovovich going through the thing and then it'll jump to the actual footage 
Yeah. Like there's oh, a wow. scene where um, uh, she goes in and she's like, hey, I need you to transcribe these notes. I mean, I did last night before I fell asleep. And then her and it's Mila Jovovich. And then her receptionist comes in. She goes, you need to hear this. And then it's supposed to be actual record the audio recording of the night she got abducted because she was she left the she fell asleep with the audio recorder on. And you hear what they say sounds like modified Sumerian. Uh, talking while she's screaming the most blood curdling scream you'll ever hear in your life. And Holy uh, fuck. there's one where she hit because she finds like these, she's bringing up these because you're these people are getting abducted up in Alaska and they're having their memories mask. And it's just supposed to be like sleep deprivation, like uh, insomnia cases. And she hypnotizes people and it pulls back the shroud and it removes the the, mod, the modified memory. Like the the first guy you hear her do it to, she tells him, all right, go back. You know what's going on? She's like, what, what's going on? He goes, I can't sleep. What's wrong? There's there's something outside my window. What is it? It's an owl. Oh, there's an owl outside your window. And then he goes, it's not an owl. It's not an owl at all. And then he jump, he like he jumps out of the seat and like flies against the wall and starts screaming and crying and screaming. And then that night he goes like they've been doing it like he goes home and he puts a gun to his family and he tells them and he's and he gets on the phone with her while the cops are there with the staff. He's like my whole life. They've been doing this my whole life. They've been doing it to my wife and my kids. I'm never letting that happen again. And he kills his family and himself. And the video. Of, wow. And, the, and it's supposed to be the audio of him actually talking to her. And they're supposed to show the actual footage of him killing his family through the window. Now, keep in mind. When we say actual footage, I'm putting that in quotes because everything was fabricated for this movie. Yeah, everything was fabricated. It was just like, holy shit. Oh, God. Okay. I thought this was based on a story of a guy that really believed he was abducted by aliens and killed his whole fucking family. No, the movie's about the therapist. The movie's about the therapist trying to uncover the truth and that Mila Jovovich plays. And I'm going to tell you right now, I went home that night. And I was like, that movie was really scary. And I was like, yeah, it was. I couldn't fall asleep because I was too afraid. I would wake up in the middle of the night, look out the window and see a fucking owl and be like, well, I got abducted by aliens. <laughs> OK, well, I was I, fucked up for a month <laughs> for a month. I was fucked up for a month. Wow. A straight up month. Oh, man. But the, the movie was good. The movie was really good because it ends with like her daughter being taken forever. And they had they think she like killed her, but they have no proof. And like she ends up getting paralyzed and all this. It, it's it's so fucked up. It's a good movie. Anything with Mila Jovovich is good. Oh, yeah. She she was really great in it. Oh, and I haven't seen Hellraiser. Oh, Hellraiser is a good movie. I've always wanted to see Hellraiser, but it's I have a haven't. very good movie. Yeah. My only quality oh. about that is I don't think there are any movies horror movies I haven't seen other than maybe crappy B ones. Like I've, I've never seen chopping mall. Yeah, no, <laughs> I've seen most of them. Uh, cause I, I've seen poltergeist, Amityville horror, the omen. Yeah. Their remakes. I love all the jaws movies. I'm reading these off the chat, but I've, hellraiser. Yeah. I've only seen clips. I've never watched, actually watched hellraiser, any of them. And so oh. and I, I really want to, but like, I never like find the time or gumption to you do know, it. It's, quotes. it's really starting to make me wonder how screwed up I am because I have seen all of them. I've seen Halloween, Friday the first, 13th nightmare on elm street chucky i mean like the omen amityville poltergeist hellraiser i've even like there's a there's a movie it was like in the 80s called dolls did anybody see that one it sounds familiar nope 
for reference, guys, they're listing things off chat that I'm putting in chat saying all yes. these movies I haven't seen. There's and I've lot. seen all of the ones you've listed because I've seen like the classics Halloween, Friday the 13th, Nightmare on Elm Street. I've seen all those. Yeah. Um, I've seen the original and the remake of The Omen, the original and remakes of the Amityville Horror, uh, Poltergeist. God, I've seen all the Poltergeist. That movie, those those messed me up as a kid. Oh, I love Poltergeist. It was so good. Oh, yeah. And then what was the other one that I saw that was really good? That they, Oh, The Exorcist. Um, I've seen oh, the yeah. Uh, I saw the, the the prequel sequel they did for it. That one that one was okay. It didn't that one didn't scare me at all actually. But yeah, Hellraiser is one I haven't actually seen yet. But okay, so th- those are some of our favorite scary movie experiences. But what are what are like some of your favorite scary stories? Like Erica, what's like what one scary story you hear that and the, and it's just something you like? Like uh, I don't, I don't want to say like urban legend, but just like a scary story. I, I think you could do like. Like the TV, like the scary story TV shows in this too. I would think you could put it in there. Uh, God, there are so many. There really are. And I hate to cop out and I'm not trying to cop out. Um, one of my favorite from being a kid was I used to read all the scary stories, uh, books. Oh um, yeah. You know, um, Those and there was one thing is something in darkness. It wasn't one of those scary story books. It was like an offshoot. I, I'd have to look it up, but it had a story in it that I never forgot because as a kid, I thought it was just so neat. <laughs> and it was uh, it, it was the girl with the green ribbon. And I don't know if if you guys know what I'm talking about. Um, oh, I think I do. I think I've heard this one too. Yeah, in in I have I'm not a jump thriller scary movie person. I'm not. I love the psychological ones. Like something that just fucks with your head. I you could jump scare me all you want and yeah, I'm going to jump because I'm on edge, but I don't enjoy those movies as much as I really do a good story. And um, The Girl with the Green Ribbon, super simple story. Again, I was a kid. I was like Amelia's age nine or something. And um, it was a, a girl wears a green ribbon around her neck and she wears it around her neck like her whole life. And, you know, her her friend asked her about it her when they're kids then he becomes her boyfriend when they're older than her husband and then as she's like you know old and on their deathbed he he like finally has to take like she's never taken the screen ribbon off and he finally decides while she's sleeping to take it off and her head falls off and it's so simple but i just i loved like the like their whole lives like he's just like had this curiosity of why she's never taking would wouldn't never take it off and and then he ends up losing her because he takes it off so i thought it was crazy that's oh my great gosh. i remember <laughs> that story now that story that that one kind of like freaked me out it's super simple it's it's almost like an anti-joke where yeah. it builds up and builds up and builds up and then that happens but it, it in a scary way yeah and you're yeah. just like oh I know, I know. It's probably like one of the least scary stories out there, but I, I hear, just, I've like, always loved it. Yeah, but like when you, I'm because like you said, you heard it first when you were a kid, right? Yeah, that, that had been kind of pretty scary when you were a kid to hear it that way. Oh yeah, and then there's you know there's the the ones where like. You know, the traveler, you know, goes to, you know, is traveling and the weather's bad and he finds his abandoned house. And and Amelia loves this one. This is one of her favorites. And he's like, finds an abandoned house and makes a fire in the fireplace and then wakes up and there's a cat staring at him. And then he falls back asleep and he wakes up and there's two cats staring at him. And one cat says to the other, 
Should we wait until Jonas arrives? Yes. And then he falls back asleep and he wakes up again. And then there's three cats. Should we still wait? Like, you know, and the cats are talking. <laughs> First off, oh. if the cat's really talking, I'm out. The, but apparently he's yeah. like half asleep. So he doesn't know if he's dreaming or what. And by like the time like the fourth cat arrives, like he like jumps up and he goes, tell him I'm gone. <laughs> like I couldn't stay. Bye. <laughs> and she loves that one. Uh, yeah. So nice. what about you, Bri? So I'm going to go into more modern. Uh, my favorite scary story is a creepypasta. Um, oh, I, I love creepypastas. <laughs> so a couple of years ago, actually, I don't know how many years ago, but a while ago, like I, I read Candle Cove. I'm not familiar. Oh, oh holy crap. It's written like a forum, like people posting to a retro TV forum. And people start posting, hey, do you remember this pirate show when we were kids? And they're talking about their, they live in like Midwest towns and they're like, it came on. I don't even remember what channel was on. Um, and they start piecing it together until they're talking about Candle Cove. And it's like, yeah, I remember that. Wasn't there an episode where everybody was just screaming? And then someone else is like, yeah, I remember that there was a there was a there was a guy that was just a skeleton and he was the skin eater. And, and it was like, I can't believe they had that shit on a on a TV show. And someone else says that episode where they were just screaming, that wasn't an episode. I dreamed that. No, it was an actual episode. And it just gets creepier and creepier. And then someone finally posts that I mentioned Candle Cove to my mom and they were like, oh, yeah. Candle Cove, I remember you and your brother used to stare at the TV in static and say you were watching Candle Cove. Wow. Oh, God. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah, they made a they made a show like, I don't know, last year where it was on Sci-Fi Channel has their show Channel Zero where they do creepy pastas. And they oh, yeah, did a yeah, whole yeah. they did a whole show of uh Candle Cove, like a ten episode show of the guy going back to this town and people remembering the show and children disappearing. Yeah, oh, yeah, that yeah, sounds yeah. cool. It was really good. You could probably still watch the whole season on sci-fi.com. Yeah, um, they have it still, if I remember right. The next season is starting soon. I think it's called The Nowhere House. Yeah, I think it's called Nowhere House. Yeah, and it's another creepypasta that was changed into a show. But awesome. Candle Cove is really good. The The whole idea of all these kids remembering the show and then just learning that they were just watching Static for a half hour. Oh, that's so creepy, but I love it. So, Anthony, any scary stories you want to share? Um, honestly, I think my scary story is more like stories. So when I was a kid, I was super into Goosebumps books. Yeah, oh I read. Hell yeah! I didn't watch a lot of horror movies, but man, I read a lot of Goosebumps books. Fuck, I, I read a lot I actually of them. Collected them all and uh, gave them to Amelia, so she has all the Goosebumps. She loves. Oh, them. that is a lot. I want to go right out there. and buy them and give them to Aiden. They can't be that expensive. I mean, I bet they're super. No, cheap. they're not. Yeah. And uh, so I'm trying to think, like, what's my favorite? Um, oh, there's so many good ones. You know what? I think probably my favorite is the one with the with the evil, like uh, the evil, like uh, ventriloquist dummy. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, those, those the were the ones dummy? that legitimately got me. That legit spooked me because I'm like, yeah. I didn't I didn't like porcelain dolls as a kid or dummies or dolls or things like that. They, I thought they were weird and creepy and gross. And I'm like, no, nah. then you had the one that was that legit evil. Yeah, they're up like he is up to like Night of the Living Dummy four or something like that. Oh God, th that was those were the ones that legitimately scared me. I never, I never read them. Oh, you're missing out, Brian. Yeah, yeah. I never read them or watched the show. I watched the movie with Jack Black. I enjoyed that. The movie was good. I loved the show. I didn't see that movie. 
The movie did not disappoint. As a big Goosebumps fan, it did not disappoint. It, yeah, it was, no, it it was well done. It was very, it was very well done. I enjoyed it. Um, the show, I loved the show. The show was very, very good. Uh, but nothing beats the books. Uh, and Brian, if you ever get a chance, you should read the book. You should at least read a couple of the books. Yeah, they're they're good. There was a lot of like scary TV shows, like when we were kids. Like I loved Are You Afraid of the Dark. That was one of my favorite shows as a kid. Legit scared me, but mm-hmm. I loved it. Like, oh I, yeah. I, like the one uh, getting stuck in the mall and the mall, and it's like a video game. And then he realizes if he misses one thing, he has to go all the way back to the beginning. Or um, the one that really got me was they thought that guy in the neighborhood was a werewolf. Mm-hmm. And they were like, oh, he's going to kill us. And he's like, I'm not a werewolf. What would make you think I'm a werewolf? No, like, all right. Sing dogs and the meat. He goes, no, I'm not a werewolf. My twin brother's a werewolf. Yeah. He's like, <laughs> yeah. And you're like, what the what the fuck? Or what's a uh, did you guys ever read the ones where it was like um, you got to a point and you had to pick uh, the choose your own story thing? Oh, I love those. Oh, yeah. Did you ever yes. go to the thing? You stick your finger in it and you go to the other thing and you're like, nope, I die there. Nope, 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 nope. <laughs> And then you go back the and go the my other way. Yeah. The page. Mm-hmm. Um, going back to Are You Afraid of the Dark? I did watch those. I watched all of those religiously. Um, Are You Afraid of the Dark did the Sixth Sense ending before the Sixth Sense did it. They did? It did. I, I didn't watch Are You Afraid of the Dark, so I wouldn't know. Well, I they did. did. They had an episode where this girl is with her brother through the whole freaking episode, and you find out that the brother's dead at the end. Oh, that's right. Oh my God. And you think yeah. that you right. think that her par- their, her, their parents are just being dicks to this kid. Oh, that's you right. think they're being abusive parents, and then truth be told, he's not even there. Oh. And the sister is the only one who can see him. Oh, man, that is rough. That's another movie I haven't seen. Oh my God! <laughs> God Anthony, damn it, Anthony! Anthony has not Son seen the six sets. Dude, um, you need to see it, um, Michael. Why? I know what happens. I mean, seriously, it's been no, like trust a me, the way times over. You know, even no. when you know what happens, as you go through and you watch it. You're like, like, there's a thing like just before he shows up, like anytime you see red, like he he uses red to indicate like the ghosts and stuff. It's really yeah. neat. Like when you go back and watch it. Yeah. yeah there's, it's there's, well self, shot. There's, there's always something red when a ghost is about to appear. Yep. It's a well shot movie. It's really worthwhile yeah. seeing, even God, if you know the ending. The kid who blows the back of his head off on accident. Oh, oh yeah. That one. That one made me sad. That one, like, I don't, I don't think sad's the word. It's just like, like it was, it was gut wrenching, but yeah. it was oh. just like, what the fuck? Oh yeah, my oh, god, it's crazy! Uh, just the mom. Uh, no, we have to make Anthony, Anthony watch this. We got to stop. Yeah, that's right. Anthony has to watch this. All right, Michael, what are your favorite scary stories? Well, um, I'm just as I mentioned, like you guys said, Are You Afraid of the Dark? Are some of them my favorite ones? But mine is, I, it really creeps me out, but. I, I still really like it. I'm going to list it as my favorite here because it was something I really like. And it's something that I've listened to recently. Uh, well, no, I've listened to it a couple of years ago for the first time. But I finished, I actually let myself finish it this year. Is uh, the uh, the sleep deprivation study in Russia story. I think it's a creepypasta audio story. And it's about a, a in Soviet Russia after World War II, they take a bunch of political prisoners, put them in a, ga- in a chamber that they're pumping gas and that they're pumping this gas into that's going to keep them awake. And I told them if they can stay awake for, I think it was like seven days or 30 days or something, then they can, they'll let them go. And it just goes south from there. 
like they like after a while you know, they hear him talking and they start whispering to the mics because they're in this like giant barometric chamber basically there's only portholes and then they cover the portholes up and then you just hear like immense screaming coming from there and then it's just quiet and then they, they're like we're gonna turn the gas off and they're all like no don't turn the gas off don't turn the gas off and they turn it off and they open the door and these guys are like one guy's dead already and then like the other guys have like tore like bit parts of their own flesh off to eat it and then like their in their intestines and organs are splayed out in front of them but still functioning and it's just like oh it was like a one of the scariest most psychedelic stories i've ever listened to and it messed me up because like at the end is like he's the, right before they kill one of the guys he's like what are you he goes have you so easily forgotten that we're we're there we're, we're what's lurks in the shadow in the back of your mind we're you and like to me, that was just so creepy, and it, uh, I, it's like a story that I can't hear very often, but I love it. You need to see if you can find that one so you can yeah. listen to it. So we can yeah. listen you to know it. I, I think I have one. a YouTube link for it. I will. I will share it to. The, I will share it to the group. I have to say, after you started that story, the only good thing I could think was in Soviet Russia, sleep deprivates you. Yeah. <laughs> um, speaking, okay, so since we keep talking about creepypastas, why don't we talk about the ultimate creepypasta, Slender Man? Oh, God. Oh, that yeah, one makes my skin. Well, after those girls, I just, it's whatever. Mm. What, um, the, the girls that killed people and claimed it was because of Slender Man, is that what yeah. happened? I, I, yeah. I barely know anything about that. Yeah, well, they, they didn't kill people. They killed. Girl. They killed their friend. Yeah, their friend wasn't people. No, she's a person. Oh, oh, okay. They killed their friend. Okay. Yeah, they they they, they, they decided that he was really real and took her out into the world and or into the woods and sacrificed her to him to keep him from getting them. Right. Right. To keep the, to keep him from getting them. Oh my gosh, they've done a lot of stuff with that Slenderman thing, though, like the the fake audio and stuff. There there was a fake audio that somebody made, and it was supposed to be these kids calling nine one one dispatch. And like, oh, we, um, well, can you send police over? You know, we're we're home alone, and this guy followed us home from school, and my sister's really scared. Okay, what does he look like? Well, he's really tall. He's in a he's wearing like a, a suit jacket and tie. Okay, what is what does his face look like? He doesn't have a face. What? He's across the street. He's outside of our house. He's across the street. Can you please send some some help, please? He's at our window. My, and you can hear his sister crying in the background. And all of a sudden, like, there's no audience. He goes, no, it's fine now. We misunderstood. He just wants to be our friend. We're okay. And they're like, no, don't let him in. You know, blah, blah, blah. And awesomely, it sounds like somebody takes the phone. And they're like, I forget what like what the voice says, but it's like mentions like it says a name. And I, don't, I like and also the person goes, that's my kid. Oh, my God. And, and like. Then the person's like, we have to go. It's like, like the, the phone hangs up and it's like, you hear the dispatcher just go, I have to get home. I have to go. Bye. Oh, wow. that's freaky. Yeah. And Spooky. I was just like, well, I was like, I know it's fake, but fuck. That's kind of like the, there's that one creepy pasta where the little girl hears her mom upstairs calling her and she's like, what mom? And she, and she like walks down the hall to go up the stairs or something like that. And then she sees her mom like sitting in another room and she looks at him and she goes, don't go upstairs. I hear it too. I heard it too. Yeah. See, somebody did it. Somebody did an additional one to that where it's like, it was like a real short quip where it's like, you hear your mom call you to come upstairs. And then as you go, you hear from the living room, your mom say, don't go. I heard it too. And then you check your phone and it's a text from your mom saying, Hey, I'm going to be home in like two hours. There's, there's food in the fridge. What do you do? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. So we got about, we got about five, 10 minutes left. We're mm. going to share our scary things that have happened to us. Erica, oh. you go. 
All right. So one of the scariest experiences that has ever happened to me has to do with Byron. And I know for anybody who's been listening to this podcast for a while, we have mentioned Byron several times. Um, (laughs) So now we're going to tell you one of the stories about Byron. So I was hanging out with Brian. We were real good friends um, in college and I was hanging out over there and uh, we were playing D and D or something. And I decided to like uh, stay the night. So uh, we were, gosh, was I like sleeping on the couch in your room or something like that? Something like and, that. Yeah. And anyway, so I was sleeping on the couch um, and Brian was sleeping on his bed and I woke up, but I wasn't awake. It was a sleep. It was like one of those dreams, but it wasn't a dream because it was so real. Everything in the room was exactly where it actually was. It was like a waking dream. And I look at Brian walk into the room and I look over And Brian's also sleeping in the bed. And I was like, what? And Brian walks into the room, sits on the edge of the couch, puts his hands on my legs, on my, like my shins and holds me in place and looks at me and says, did you really think you could leave? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And you have to remember this is like, yeah, this this is like a, a waking like I, I'm not asleep. I'm not awake. It's like this in between world. I'm looking over at Brian asleep. I'm looking at Brian like, and I can feel his hands on my legs. And I jump up, jumped up, whatever state I was in, I snapped out of, and I jumped up. I grabbed my backpack with all my D and D stuff. <laughs> And I ran out the door, got in my car. It's like six o'clock in the morning. Like the sun's just coming up. And I've maybe been asleep like four hours because we had gamed so long. And I get in my car and I drive home. And later Brian goes, hey, where'd you go? (laughs) (laughs) You're like, nowhere. I'm good. I don't know if we should be friends anymore. Yeah. And I told him about it. And he goes, oh, you mean Byron? I was not the first fucking person to see Brian in two fucking different places. All right. So I'll tell the other Byron story is mine. Go ahead. Oh, my God. So I'm not I'm never sleeping at your house, Brian. <laughs> so I'm at work. And for some reason, I called my brother at home and I went, hey, Matt, how's it going? And he goes, you're at work. And I'm like, yeah. How in the fuck are you at work? And I'm like, <laughs> What do you mean? I went to work today. He's like, I was just talking to you in my doorway. I'm like, what happened? He's like, well, you were, I was talking to you and then you walked away into your room. Well, go check my room. And he goes and checks my room and I'm not there. Yeah. Yes. No, it would have been scary as if he's like, <laughs> as if he was like, yeah, I'm looking right at you, bro. Phone hits. <laughs> and then just the phone hits the ground. Matt? There were these were not the only two times Byron has been seen by Byron hasn't I I will say Byron hasn't been seen in a really, really, really long time, but he was seen quite often like you would just be like walking through the house and you would see Brian in the hallway or it was it was always by his room too. like it was never like in the kitchen or anything like that. It was always like in the hallway or in his room. It was really weird. That's why we we used to joke. I don't think is the right terminology, but we'll go with it that there was a vortex of like negative energy in that hallway. It's not yeah. there now. Well, my mom hung a cross over that spot and we didn't tell her about it. One day there was just a cross there 
in the spot where we thought the vortex was. And mm-hmm. then nobody saw Byron again in the house. Yeah, we haven't seen him since then. But, but there there was like, how many people have seen him? Four or five? Four or five, yeah. I'd, I'd, yeah. I'd had people tell me that they saw me at work when I was in my office. Um, and I had um, someone actually claim I was a liar, that they saw me in town when I was in New York. Yeah. Dad, it, it was damn. crazy shit. Like yeah, Byron's have- no joke. We have Brian the Byron phenomenon. Funny, but no. Well, there's lots of there's lots of folklore about ghosts of people when they're alive, and there's a good chance that that's what Byron is. Can I add something? Speaking of ghosts and and scary stories and things like that. Well, you're next, so yes. Got it. Okay. Probably one of my favorite video game series of all time is the Fatal Frame series. I loved the first one so much. And End I'm of ju- story. I'm judging, <laughs> I'm, judging by the, I'm judging by the silence. You guys have no idea what I'm talking about. I've never played nope. it. So, Fatal Frame is. is a Japanese video game. The first one was based on a true story, kind of, sort of. It's a long story. Um, so, the idea of the game is you're this girl looking for your brother who went to this old haunted mansion, and he was in search of, like, his mentor. So, it was like, these people who keep going to this mansion and getting lost. Like, why do you keep going here? Um, so, she shows up, and uh, she finds this camp. So the whole end, she looks at the pictures and there's like pictures of like creepy stuff. And basically what you find out is the place is like super fucking haunted and these ghosts try to kill you. And the way you fight the ghost is with the camera. Uh, oh wait, ba- yes, I I have yeah. heard of. Sorry, yeah, because it's based off of like old Japanese lore. When um like uh I I guess there was a time when cameras were just invented. Japanese people were like very afraid of them, and they thought that they stole your soul. Yeah. So that's kind of the, the basis of why the camera works. So the so you're going through this whole game basically with these ghosts trying to kill you, and you have to sit there and, like take pictures of them, which is actually a really cool like concept to get like. You know, a really like scary kind of thing going on because it's like, oh, the way to fight them is you have to sit there and look very closely at them and you have to wait for the perfect moment because there's like better moments to like take pictures of them. And the best moments to get pictures to do the most damage is right when they like basically pop up and scare the shit out of you. Yeah, I I did hear about that and I thought about playing that game and I was like, I feel like that's going to like fuck with me too. There's a lot of jump scares. Um, So the whole story was is it's basically the whole house is um, sitting on top of this like Shinto uh, like it it was based around this whole Shinto ritual. And the whole thing is um, and there's a lot of fucked up shit that happened in this house. But the idea was at the bottom of the house underneath, there's this cavern where there is the gate to hell. And um, there was a there was a woman who was supposed to be selected and uh, she she her arms and legs and her head was tied and they tore this woman apart and that sealed the gate to hell. Well, the last woman that was supposed to do it, she ran away and it never happened. And ever since then, the house had been cursed and bad shit always happened. And oh, man, there was a bunch of weird rituals that happened in that game. Like like there was a ritual leading up to that girl where uh, these women had to like basically like wear these masks that plucked their eyes out and they walked around the house without their eyes and so you end up having to fight those ladies as ghosts and they're like basically these women like bleeding eyes and they're just like the whole time they're like where am i where are my children and then they like leash out at you that sounds amazing uh there's a room where you fight little kid ghosts that's the scariest room in the the entire game it's just a room surrounded by dolls little porcelain dolls and you just hear little girls giggling and then the little girls are like i'm gonna eat your face god that that is like the 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 movie i was trying to tell you guys about earlier that michael interrupted me uh that's all right you get excited i know the movie dolls from like 1987 is about uh the 
this the dolls of evildoers are trapped or the spirits of evildoers are trapped inside these dolls and they like kill other evil people to trap other evil spirits in the dolls because it's part of their redemption and i saw that when i was a kid scared the fuck out of me it's a really simple story but really scary and there's a little girl which is an evildoer well, yeah, but they don't you don't know why they're being murdered. Like these people show up at this house in the middle of the night. You don't know why they're being murdered. But there's a little uh, girl that showed up with these other people. And she's like friends with all these dolls. And these dolls are like killing people. It's crazy. So, uh, Michael, what about you? Scary things that have happened to you. Well, I've had I've had a series of scary shit happen to me from supernatural, not supernatural. But um one of the ones that are that's most prominent is for me is we lived in a house that used to that sits where there used to be orange groves. And when we first moved in there, we had heard like, you know, that they people next door had seen the lights flicking on and off when the house was empty and stuff. We're like, eh, whatever, it's nothing and stuff. And but for me, the scariest thing is whenever I would stay up really late and my whole house would be asleep. And I'd walk down the hall. And then when you come down the hall for this house, you would come out. And then on one side would be the den, which is pretty good size. And then the main formal living room, which is also has the di- the formal dining room attached to it, which is just this one big open space. And then directly in front is the kitchen. So you have to basically pass between these two things to get to the kitchen. Well, it happened to me several times, but I would be walking to the kitchen. And then I'd look over and in the big bay window, I'd see that I would always see the silhouette of a person standing there. Like and this happened like five times at random points in the night, like uh, random nights at random times. And it just it like the first time it happened, I looked, looked over there and I was like looking at it. And I thought it was somebody in my family looking for something in the dark. And there's a pillar there that's that holds up a beam. And I saw it and I was about to be like, hey, what are you looking for? And as I passed across the pillar and when I crashed to the pillar, the image was gone. Wow. It was, it was just open window. And I was like, huh. So I like, <laughs> grabbed my can of, of Pepsi and started walking back down the hallway. And as I walked down the hallway, I felt like somebody was walking behind me. And I was like, oh, my hmm. God, I hate that feeling. Like it felt like, like somebody was right behind me. So I like the last like four feet, I sprinted to my door, closed the door. Made sure all my lights were on, turned my TV up like loud, turned my laptop on, and I just sat there and sat on my bed and was like, I don't want to die tonight. And that was the first time that happened. But and it happened like like four or five more times after that. And I would just see the the image and I'd be like, Ugh. and then like the feeling that somebody was following me would like go away, like went away, like toward like the like as like the loud run the last time it happened, I didn't have that feeling, but like I hated that feeling because I'd walk down the hall and I'd be like, I'm just gonna walk, I'm gonna be fine, nothing's gonna happen. But like I would always get that feeling and then I ended up having to like finish running to my room. Yeah, and that's the internal dialogue. I don't know if anybody else has has felt like somebody was following you before, but the internal dialogue is not gonna run, gonna be fine, not gonna run, I'm not a scaredy cat, I'm an adult, I'm gonna be fine. And you get like that that it just keeps creeping up up your spine until you either make it to where you're going or you just fucking give in and run. Well, the moment I touch the doorknob, <laughs> the moment I touch my doorknob, that that feeling's gone. And I'm like, oh, oh. But that, yeah, that that was that's one of the scariest thing experiences I've ever had, honestly. Uh, 
I, I've had similar scary experiences. I'm sure. I'm sure we could continue talking for a while about scary yeah, experiences. There's, there's been, there's been some, <laughs> there's been some things in my life. But Me too. We'll have to talk offline. Yeah, seriously. Maybe like a bonus thing for our. That patrons. would be a good bonus episode. So, but yeah, I, I really had a good time talking about this today, and I'm not sure because I'm looking at our outline. Um, and it says here that we're going to just that we need to describe a movie badly. Brian, are we still have time for that? Yep. Good. Because I want I want to hear this. So uh, we're going to describe Killer Clowns from Outer Space. Um, Killer Clowns so from Outer Space is a story about a small town where um, killer clowns from outer space arrive. But that's not the focus of the story. The focus of the story of these two awesome guys in an ice cream truck. <laughs> that by all rights should be dead by the end of this movie, but no, they survive. They survive crashing their ice cream truck through walls and attacking clowns and saving the day. But it's these two heroes that drive an ice cream truck that we're sure really sells ice cream, but no, they're drug dealers. But they survive Aww. through the power of drugs. Um, the the clowns are crazy scary. They're they're like goofy alien clowns that like use shadow puppets to kill people where they like make a shadow puppet of a t-rex and bite someone's heads off it's terrifying wrap, it's terrifying and they wrap people cocoons. up with cotton candy cocoon guns and oh can't eat a cotton candy or smell it for the rest of my life because of that movie oh yeah but yeah that's yeah. killer clowns from outer space the story of two heroic ice cream truck drug dealers yeah <laughs> who likes <laughs> eating on Drug dealing ice cream truck drivers that kill clowns? Yes. Alien clowns. Mm. Why are the clowns aliens? I don't understand. Because the, the their entire culture right. is based around clowns. All clowns come from sightings of those aliens over the years. Yeah. Oh, oh and it has a okay. ridiculously awesome electric guitar 80s soundtrack that does like the circus music theme. And it's amazing. Maybe I'll watch it. Oh, speaking of scary, I have things, a lot of horror movies to watch. Bro, okay, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna do this here real quick, and it's gonna be really quick. So we went to this. This, this probably should have been my like my second nerdy thing. I should stop had rambling. Shut the fuck no. up, but keep it. Just finish the story, no, Michael. I'm doing this. So, but anyway, so we went to 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 Disneyland last Monday, and they're starting all their Halloween. They have all their Halloween stuff going. I got to ride Nightmare Before Christmas, Haunted Mansion for the first time. It was cool. But no, so the Guardians of the Galaxy ride. From the some of the time California Adventure opens to four o'clock, it's the regular Guardians of the Galaxy ride. And then between four and five, the ride is shut down and they do a refit. And then after that one hour's over and the refit's done, they reopen the ride. And it becomes uh Guardians of the Galaxy. I have a picture. It's Guardians of the Galaxy uh Monsters. I, something monsters. Come on, where are you? Where are you? Where are you? I have the sign. Because it has the sign here. It becomes Guardians of the Galaxy Monsters After Dark. And then the sign says, generators out, cages open, creatures loose. Enter at your own risk. And the sign is all destroyed. And it's supposed to be a scary ride. And it's supposed to be their version of uh, the Guardian, Gal Guardian of the Galaxy's Halloween version. And it takes place right after the end of the first run through where all the monsters and stuff are out. And then you have to help Rocket find baby Groot and avoid these monsters and almost get eaten. And they amped up the intensity of the ride. That sounds awesome, Michael. Close the it show. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it was really fun. It, oh, and it's heavy metal during the entire ride. They play heavy that metal. That sounds music. really awesome, Michael. Close the show. Be sincere. Hey, Michael, that was a great story. Close the show. 
God damn it. <laughs> no, that's my little... Hey, Michael, that was a great story. Close the show. <laughs> We're missing one. Hey, Mike, that was a great story. Close the fucking show. Yeah. There Shut we go. the now fuck we got up, on. Michael. Close the show. <laughs> so No, okay. But no, I had a lot of fun talking about all the, the scary stories, scary movies and stuff. Uh, I, I know this isn't going to be the last one we do. We're going to have more. So, But I, I really like talking about this hearing and finally getting a little bit more perspective of Byron. But... Yes, that was our topic on scary things, honestly. And I had a good time. And I've been your host, Special Mikey, along with who was Hindu Anthony. Uh, goodbye and such. <laughs> Super Vegan Brian. Goodbye, Nurse. Kirsty Smurf Erica. Bye. And this has been Nerdpathcast Radio. And as always, stay nerdy, stay informed, and stay awesome. Awesome. Stay spooky. Ooh, spooky. So spooky. Uh, Anthony, say boo. Brian, cut him off. Boo. <laughs> <laughs>